Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When this entitled mum's daughter goes through life-changing surgery, losing a limb due to a nine-year illness, she chooses to use that for her own social clout, posting on different social media all about how badly it's affecting My mother turned my illness into a vehicle for her own social clouds I am a 25 year old woman and when I tell people this story they typically get extremely angry But honestly as someone who's kind of used to my mum's rubbish I think it's pretty funny about six months ago now. I had a life-changing surgery after a year of debilitating symptoms and the threat of eventual not sudden death I had a whole body part removed recovery has been rough, but i'm getting better every day It's worth mentioning though, I suppose, that the reason why my illness got so bad is because it went untreated for nine years. I developed it in childhood, but my parents couldn't be bothered to take me to a doctor. I learned to live with it and then it became life-threatening. Look, I love my parents, but they're flawed people. They did express guilt over the situation, but they ultimately justified it to themselves, even though the signs were pretty obvious that something was wrong. My mum especially, I guess, wanted to preserve her pride and image as a loving mother. And before my surgery, while I was still just trying to survive day to day, she made a support group for me. According to her, it was pretty active, full of people giving their condolences and words of encouragement for our family. But I wouldn't really know because I was never allowed to join. From what I can gather, it was a space for my mum to give updates on my condition, talk about what the family was going through, all of that. But really, she made the group to support herself, what she was going through, how hard my illness was on her, etc. For context, I don't even live with her. I didn't even want her visiting me in the hospital, and I lied to her about how many visitors I was allowed to have to stop her. She tried to step over the visitor I did want there, and I had to have the hospital keep away anyone who wasn't my chosen visitor to stop her. I did send her a picture of me, looking god-awful, giving the thumbs up when I was right out of surgery while high on painkillers, and that was a mistake. That photo made it into that support group without my permission. So like, God knows what else was posted there. Again, I was never even allowed to see it. So, my mother has always been self-centered. This isn't the first time she's used me as a prop for her own social clout. I'm very used to it and getting better at practicing my boundaries with her. But I made an oopsies this time, clearly. Now, good news, guys. This story is only the beginning because we've actually got two more stories coming up from the same user about their own entitled parents. And let me tell you, if you thought that first one was bad, this mum just using her daughter's illness as a way to gain social clout, Well, the next two are even worse. Parents accuse me of ruining Christmas every year. Now I wonder why I hate Christmas. I posted a story on here a little while ago and people seem to enjoy it. That's the one I just read. My parents bless their hearts because I do truly love them are full of entitled parents moments. Here is another one. One of my parents' many deep wounds is that because they grew up poor, they never got the magical sort of hallmark kind of Christmas they grew up seeing on TV. 
Fair. But unfortunately for my brother and I, who were raised upper middle class, that meant that our Christmases were more elaborate, vicarious, wish fulfillment, role-playing scenes than they were a holiday while I was growing up. Christmas had to be this perfect event, filmed and documented ad nauseum. We spent just as much as the evening before and the morning of posing for false family photos as we did anything else. There was more yelling and screaming that things go exactly as planned than those photos suggested, but back then I thought that was normal. The big sticking point every year was naturally the most vapid and consumerist part of the whole events, the presents. For context, I've always had one true passion my whole life. I've been drawing, sculpting, painting, and sewing since I was a very young kid. I work professionally full-time as an artist now. I still have my first sketchbook from when I was five years old, full of drawing of me trying to replicate the anime characters I watched on TV. And I never had enough supplies. I was always running out. As I got older, especially, I was desperate for more advanced and expensive tools, like resin casting and drawing tablets. My point being, there were clear and obvious choices for presents. I put almost nothing but art supplies and maybe a DS or a specific book on the Christmas list my mum asked for us to make for her every year. Only my mum had a very interesting gift-giving habit. Despite asking for Christmas lists, my mum would often get only one, maybe two things on them. She wanted the day to be a surprise, so she often just bought whatever she wanted. And when it came to buying gifts for me, her daughter, that often meant buying things she wanted. Things she would have liked when she was my age. Again, trying to vicariously get the childhood she wanted. Not only that, but my mum wanted to buy me things that she felt looked impressive to share online. Ah, there we go again. And art supplies weren't impressive to her. So she'd get me expensive jewelry and clothing, weird gadgets, extremely overpriced bathroom products for some reason, and then maybe a few cheap art tools or materials. Which, you know, is fine. I wasn't a greedy kid, and I appreciate the thought, of course. I didn't complain. But a polite, thank you so much, and a smile wasn't enough of a reaction for my parents. I guess I wasn't a very good actor, and they could tell when I wasn't being genuine about liking something. They would start interrogating me immediately. Don't lie. Why don't you like it? What's wrong with it? I thought you'd like it. And then, feeling backed into a corner, I'd be honest with them that I don't really like what they got me, even though I do appreciate the thoughts. That always led into, do you know how much I paid for that? I would have killed to get something that nice for Christmas. You're so spoiled. We grew up dirt poor, and you don't know what it's like to not get a Christmas at all, etc. I would end up feeling so guilty and ungrateful by the end of it, often locking myself in the bathroom or going into my room to cry after, which, like it was tradition, would prompt my dad to say to me every year, You ruin Christmas. Christmas to this day has become an unbelievably stressful time of year for me. I can't look through photos of particularly bad years without crying still. In my mid-teens, I developed what was basically a nervous reaction, where I'd be holding back tears and fighting to keep myself calm from the dread and anxiety of just having to open presents. That made it worse, because whether I liked what they got me or not, they interpreted it as me being difficult and snobby, so I'd guaranteed get yelled at and berated for hours afterwards. Christmas became nightmare ordeals, prompting some of the worst fights I've ever had with my parents. Not really much to do with the gifts themselves, more so how I was never happy and how it was ruining it for the whole family. This was particularly embarrassing when it happened in front of extended family over the holiday. I got a reputation in the family for being a bratty teenage girl because my parents would trash talk me to them after the fight was over. 
It was degrading and humiliating when I was 13 That was the first year I asked them just to not get presents at all for me That I just wanted to enjoy the time of family that that's what really mattered to me I was thrown through a loop at the time when telling them this somehow made them anger at me They always brought up money how I wasn't appreciative of how much I have compared to when they were growing up So I thought that this was the obvious solution I thought the problem was that I had too much obviously and needed less But they accused me of not wanting to participate in christmas at all Even though I still wanted to celebrate the holiday with them That made everything worse that year when christmas did happen Every single year I begged them to just not buy me anything that I was fine That never worked and it was like we were all cursed to relive the same dramatic fight over and over again come december without fail they did the same thing to my brother accused him of being ungrateful and spoiled but he was always better at keeping his feelings on the inside he didn't understand why i couldn't just stonewall it like he could i felt so trashy about how every year no matter how hard i tried i'd crack and start crying i'm now an adult of course i don't live with them anymore I've asked them several times if they really even want me to come down and be there when they'll have a better time with just my brother I tell them I can come down and see them every other day of the year But as I ruin christmas without fail I shouldn't be there on the day itself for everyone's sake. They get offended by the idea So I end up coming down They are utterly befuddled as to why I despise christmas as much as I do when it's such a happy time of the year I started telling them it's because I have a strong distaste for the consumerist aspect of it Which is true But obviously it also very much has to do with the association of shame guilt and humiliation That seemed to have been the magic key though because this year finally they agreed to not get me any presents We compromised by them helping me get some new equipment for work Which was very generous of them and I very much appreciate it I love my fancy new work computer that can handle all my work applications much better than my old one This last christmas went pretty well because of that They complained the whole time and acted like it was such a shame I didn't have anything to open on christmas day, but I felt much more at ease I just kept reminding them how much I love my work computer I feel like a weight has been lifted and that christmases will be so much easier to manage now that presents aren't in the equation Still though, they know I have nothing but negative feelings towards it and that I refuse to celebrate it with any of the partners I've had since the last thing I want to do is to bring that nightmare holiday into my relationship Oh man, well that story is just really sad If you can't enjoy Christmas then what can you enjoy? I don't know about you guys, but for me it is 100% my favorite time of the year It's not even close, uh, genuinely And I love Christmas Day, having the family around, you know, everyone's just in a good mood Chilling, opening presents, gifting, receiving It's just good stuff Don't take it like that, yeah? You weirdo. I know what you're thinking, you dirty little boy. Or maybe that's just me. Who knows? All I can say is, it is such a shame that it took your parents, OP. I've lost my train of thought here, but I'm going to carry on. Such a long time to uh, realize that, that they were the ones that were ruining Christmas for you. And I love that eventually they gave you a work computer that you love. But it took, I don't know, how long? 20 plus years for them to understand that that's all you ever wanted. Just a gift that you could actually use that you asked for. Not in like a snobby way or a entitled way, but you don't want to get stuff that you don't want and you don't want them to just berate you for not liking it afterwards when you don't like it. I'm trying to read through your comments and see if you're saying that you prefer Christmases now or that you still don't like them. It seems that you like them a little bit more, but you're not still that keen on them. I reckon just sack it all off. I know they want you to be there and demand you to be there But if you don't enjoy it, then just do something on your own with your partner or whatever Like you don't have to go to your family's christmas. Obviously, it's nice if you like your family But if they're like these people then um do your own thing 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now then, moving on to OP's third and final account so far of her entitled parents. Father calls me abusive for getting medical treatments. I'm just going to continue being an attention seeker since my stories about my parents do so well on this sub. Just a reminder... I'm sharing these stories because they're entertaining, not because I'm looking for sympathy. I'm already in therapy before anyone comments that. This one is fresh off the press as it just happened yesterday. My parents' favorite thing to accuse me of is being a manipulative liar, which is funny because I'm genuinely the world's worst liar. I'm too dumb to be good at it and I instantly get nervous and start stuttering just because of the sheer stress. I've always been more comfortable being honest, even when it's gotten me in trouble. It gets me in trouble a lot with my parents because they really don't like to be told what they don't want to hear. Those of you who may have read the first post I made on this sub, the first story I read in this episode, you might remember that my parents are, let's say, wary of modern medicine. They don't like mental health professionals of any kind. They are selectively anti-vaxxers. Some they're okay with, some they're convinced will turn you inside out, depending on what articles reach them on Facebook and they don't believe in certain kinds of treatments or procedures for various ideological reasons that are all very silly. Just to paint a picture, my mother has given me healing crystals more than once over various ailments I've went through. They're lucky my brother and I never got gravely ill as children. I was having a perfectly normal conversation with my mother on the phone yesterday when I accidentally let slip I had a consultation booked a week from now with a doctor. I hadn't mentioned it to my parents at all because it's one of those medical procedures they do not approve of. I still hadn't come up with a good lie as to why I was going back into surgery in a few months or so or how I could maybe explain it away. My mother, already ready to go off upon hearing this, asked me what for. I rolled a one on persuasion. I just couldn't come up with anything that would satisfy them on the spot. My mother is going off on me for lying. My father starts yelling in the background too. They start making threats to get me off of the family's insurance plan for wasting resources, which would suck because my meds are $350 a month. I just started a new job and my benefits won't kick in for another two months. I get off the phone with them. At lunch, I decide I'm just going to rip the bandage off then and there. I tell them over text the truth, that I knew they would react badly and that if they're going to really take me off the insurance plan, to let me know as soon as possible so I can hop on Blue Cross. They call me a few hours later. My mum goes off, telling me that it's your choice, but you're hurting me by doing it and hurting me for lying about it. She's crying. I honestly wanted to just start laughing. My dad disagrees. He informs me that he feels that this is a family matter, that he wants me to come down to their house so that it can be discussed in person. My body, my health, a family matter. For context, I don't have a car. Their house is in another city in an area where if no one drives me, I'm trapped there. So I tell him no, that I only told them so there's no confusion as to why I'm going back in for surgery. And this is the last time it's going to be brought up. That I refuse to talk about it further. And I'm not stranding myself with them only to get cornered about it. That's the point in which my father drops the zinger. With all this lying and manipulating and you trying to tear the family apart like this, 
I feel like I'm being abused. Stunning. I got off the phone with them and have their contacts blocked for right now so I can focus on my job, which is the best job I've ever had. Best paying, good benefits and good work. I'm putting this in here as a reprieve. They'll get over it. I'll start my application to Blue Cross just in case. It will be cheaper than paying in full for my meds. And there we go. That is the end of those three stories for now. I'm sure that OP will be bringing more to us in the near future. So if you do want to see more, drop a like on this episode and comment down below and I'll keep an eye out. But for now, if you are watching on YouTube and you can comment, let me know down below. After hearing these three posts, who do you think is worse? The mum or the dad? Not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be the mum from the offset. But that last story, what? Abuse for for not telling your parents you're going to hospital? Really? Wow, unbelievable. I don't even know which way I'd swing. Let me know down below. And again, don't take that comment the wrong way. Because I know what you're like. I really, really do. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.